Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perone, CLU, CIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Nicole Daniels from Central Health Uniforms. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. Nicole, thank you so much for spending some time with us and to discuss your very unique company. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you so much, Tom, for having me. Appreciate it. Well, it's my pleasure. And you have a great story. We've talked in the past and, uh, I guess the first thing I want to know a little bit, and I, the audience would want to know, is a little bit about Central Health and how you got started. Well, uh, Central Health Uniform began with the ideology that the cost of scrubs, uniform scrubs, were very expensive. So I got my first job working at a hospital in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and I thought you know, let me go get, I don't know, five sets, five tops and five pants. So I went to the uniform store that was given to me on a sheet of paper by the hospital. So HR gave, you know, a list of places to get scrubs from. This was one of the, the closest locations. And I went there and I could literally only afford to get two tops and one pair of pants because the, the tops also needed to be embroidered. So right there, I being uh, at the time unable to really afford to buy so as much as I wanted, um, immediately identified a problem. And that to me was high quality uniform scrubs, right? At this wild high cost where now I found uh, or created Central Health Uniform, where we have the high quality scrubs, may not be the industry, the top brands in the industry, but we have these high quality scrubs that last for years at a more affordable cost. And that's when, you know, we decided to, I decided to go ahead and open up the store. Yeah, that's interesting that you picked up right away that this was a need that opened up. And um, I like the way you do business, though. Tell us a little bit about how you you kind of make it a day. You told me about that, how you go there at Mobley and help out. Let's talk about that. Yes. Yeah, so um, when I first opened, I started doing a lot of my advertising on Facebook and just having and just mark, marketing inside of tag sale sites. Um, so when I did that, it, it, I got some, I got a good response. I got a good um response. People took to that very well. They would come by my home, pick up their scrubs. I had rented a front room in my mom's house. I rented a room uh, just to have my scrubs in there. And that and that all went well. Then uh, my prices, they were really low. At the time, I think I was selling one scrub top for $7. And uh, a friend of mine said to me, well, you have low flea market 
you know, quote unquote flea market prices. And I'm like, flea market prices. Okay. So then I started looking into getting out to the flea market in New Haven, Connecticut, which we do sometimes visit on the weekend. Um, but then just the idea of me taking the scrubs, putting them, putting them in my then rusted town and country van. I had a 1999 town and country, uh, Chrysler town and country. And it was, it was packed so much that the shocks were like, you could tell that the shocks in the, the van were, that it was very low because that's how much I packed the, the van. And I drove to the flea market on the weekends and I set up out there. I was really excited about it. Uh, and then I would pack the truck back, bring everything back to my mom's house, unload into the front room. So then that just process was like, it would be better. And this is just some, you know, I've done business before. So I've had, you know, other businesses. I'm like, I'm always super creative. So I said, it would be so much better if I can go to the nursing homes. I should set up at the nursing homes because learning business is all about who is your ideal customer? Where does your ideal customer uh, congregate online? Where do they, what are their likes? What are, where would you, where do you find them? How do you advertise them? So, and, and me not really knowing how to find them online, to be honest with you, I'm like, well, I know they're at work. So I started to just go to the nursing home and from there it took off. I went to get a truck. Uh, I got a drove to Massachusetts to pick up the truck. And from the truck was not wrapped. I would just park on any corner near any medical facility in Bridgeport, start off in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Uh, and then the year after 2019, we wrapped the truck and we started going to our first nursing homes. And it was the best thing I could have ever done for my business. Yeah, yeah very creative. Uh, yeah. Very creative, Nicole. I, I thought that was fantastic. Having been <laughs> having a family that owned a nursing home and being raised from the time I was five yeah. and got out of college, I can relate to the nurses and uh so i know exactly what you're talking about now let's let's switch swi switch a little bit over here nicole because you're a very creative entrepreneur which i really respect and i know that um you you there's areas of business that you have to be thinking about what what is the area of business that you kind of constantly are always thinking about and looking at for new ideas to increase efficiency what part of your business well, I did think I thought about this just the other day um, because there are so many, there's so many moving parts. However, I know it. the styles, maybe the styles, they're always changing. I need to keep up with that. But the, the one thing that's th that popped in my head that I said, I need to get on this. This is always changing. This is not ever the same. Are the people who I need to network with. So when I started in 2019, I didn't understand that business is really about relationships. This was something that I neglected. I was afraid to step out and get to know people. I was afraid, I didn't know how they would respond to me. I didn't, I didn't understand that it was important for me to al allow myself, my true, my truest the truest version of myself to shine through because I'm awesome. I believe. <laughs> so I, okay. So I went, so the part that I neglected 
it was building those relationships, getting to know people that are in the administration and in, in the administrative staff. So for anyone, it would be whoever the key players are in your business, whether those are vendors or whether they're like, in my case, they're just people, people who work as administrators, directors of nursing, doctors, nurses, um, just medical, just people in, in the medical field altogether. I know. Neglected the, the the fact that I have to I have to know them I have to build a relationship with them because once the pandemic had hit and people started changing positions because I just I spoke to them once I visited visited the facility spoke to them never reconnected um, one when management and all of those things changed I was out of the loop and once I got out of the loop it was just hard to get back in. And I don't want to make that mistake again. So I do build relationships. I go to the events for uh, healthcare, healthcare events through the hospital or through the Waterbury Chamber of Commerce because they have a, a healthcare council that I attend uh, regularly uh, out for business. There's different events. You just got to get to know people and and talk about your business. And, and, and so another thing I started to do where I, was, I wasn't quite doing before because I'm getting to know the administrative staff, when I come to the, to the facility, I bring coffee, I bring donuts for the administration administrative staff because they're not coming out to buy scrubs. They're wearing business casual attire and I'll include them in the raffles for things such as tote bags, um, things that are, or pins or little gift cards, things that aren't scrub specific, but something that the administrative staff can participate with as well. And so that kind of changed the dynamic for me, positioned me in a better in a better light that I'm not just here for clinical staff, I'm here for administrative staff as well. And it's not just selling scrubs, we're also hosting, you know, give hosting. Uh, it's like a, it's like a it just builds morale overall. We have giveaways and we host and we host raffles. So I think that was the the, the key thing that I was neglecting the most in my business that I am no longer neglecting. I have like awesome relationships with people now. You, you know, business owners can only have the availability to do three or four things really well because mm-hmm. there's so much the business they have to delegate. And I think you hit it on the spot, right? Relationships, because I don't care how well you are with social media, unless you have a relation with, with somebody, nobody goes out of their way to help you. So I think what you're doing is fabulous. And I think if you, your personality obviously shines, you're very bright, <laughs> and you're very creative, and you, you obviously enjoy doing what you're doing and have a lot. I feel a passion just by talking to you. I, um, but let, the question I have is, um, I was going to ask you about balance in life because I know you got a lot going on in your family. And in about 30 seconds, can you answer that? How are you balancing your life uh, with business and home? How, how, what's all, what's that all about? Well, I just recently, well, when I finished your book, to be honest with you, I decided that I needed key people. I had, I didn't have key people. So, and, and I've just, began to balance this out. Um, I've just began to balance work and, and home life. So now that I have key people, like my store is supposed to be open at 9.30, it's currently 9.46 in the morning, right? But there's someone there. And that's because I took the time to put key people in place so that and to set up documents, I have these how-to docs in the store. It, it, I created a manual 
in the store. So that way, if you, they have any questions, most of their frequently asked questions are there. I created a training video for sales and how to handle customers. So how that works is I've, I've set procedures in place at my business so I could be home with my five, with my five children a little more, or that my time isn't always 100% constantly in business mode. I can step away for a moment without being interrupted with my kids. Yeah. And you know, that, that is so important because we did talk about that and I'm so glad that you, you read that and, uh, excuse me, uh, Mm -hmm. excuse me. And and put it into action. Sometimes you hear things or read things, but it's putting it into action. It's very fearful sometimes because it's the unknown. Good for you, Nicole. I'm very proud Thank of you. you. That's fantastic. Um, uh, you have such a great story. I I may want to do two segments on you. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I guess the the beneficial interest, uh, the be- beneficial part of what your customers get. I, I I get it. It's the the cost, but there's more to it than that, huh? It's it's yeah. the fact that you're there, right? It's the convenience. It's it's the convenience and it's the affordability. Those two things alone. Now with the with the inflation on the dollar and the cost of rent and food and everything skyrocketing, uh, I took sociology class and I was it was brought to my attention in class that people when they have a when they have money when they're well off they they don't buy the off brand uh products uh however people who may not be able to afford say $12 a pound some boar's head lunch meat they'll go for the store brought their store brand um uh lunch meat however however nowadays you want to count your ducats where you can and it's not like the quality of the scrubs are less than they're they're just as good they're they last for years i i found one of the scrub brands in a goodwill store years ago and that's what made and, and it was still nice and it wasn't faded and it it wasn't shrunk and that's what made me bring that brand that particular brand into my store I said, wow, this isn't good. Well, this 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 thing must be, this thing must be really good. <laughs> the brand is is really good. The quality is is really good. It didn't break up in the washing machine. So, I say all of that to say, yes, it's affordability, it's quality, it's convenience. Uh, we're all trying to balance work and and life, work and home, um, nowadays. So to have the one thing that you need to do your job, these, these scrubs dealing with bodily fluids and things like that, you know, you, it, the one thing you need is actually at your job. You either, you come in a little bit early and you can shop outside because we're there from like seven in the morning until four in the afternoon. So people who were working overnight, when they get off at seven, they can come out and shop. Those who are coming in at seven, they can also shop throughout the day. They can take their 15 minute breaks their 30 minute breaks. They can come out and, and browse. They can you know, participate in the raffles. And then when they leave, we're still there. So if they didn't come throughout their shift, they can come after their shift. And those who are coming in at three o'clock can also, you know, come a little bit early and then shop. We're there till so like it's it's affordability it's convenience and it's quality um which are key key uh details when shopping when when going shopping period that's why most people they go online it's the convenience but here we are right some and i'm old-fashioned i still like to go in the store and try on my clothes before i buy them i the 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 the, the process to return something online to me is like yeah horrendous i, I don't I get yeah it. i don't I get it. <laughs> 
So yeah, that's what we do. That's what we offer. No, I, I think it's fantastic. And who who is a good candidate for your service service in the product? Right now, uh, my ideal customer or my ideal candidate for this particular uh, service, the mobile store would be an administrator or someone in, in that works in a nursing home or works in any uh, healthcare facility who wants to celebrate CNA week because there's a week in, in a week in June for CNA week who wants to celebrate nursing home week because like again we have we have raffles um as a matter of fact on August 16th we're going to be at Hamden Rehabilitation and, and Healthcare Center to celebrate their customer service day they're having a carnival we're going to be a part of that customer service day uh, event that they're that they're holding um nurses week uh, cele celebrating breast cancer awareness um any the any type of medical facility who wants to build morale in, in with their employees who wants to just have a good uh, a good day to kind of show appreciation for their their healthcare workers give us a call and, and we'll come there and we'll 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 make a party of it it's it's really nice i get a lot of great feedback from what we do i um you are very creative i ha i have a couple minutes <laughs> left here and uh, when we say goodbye, I'm going to put all your contact information in the summary notes so people will know how to get in touch with you. But, okay. Nicole, when I say goodbye to everybody, I want you to stay on, okay? Of I course. You. Um, but um, wh what was your biggest failure in business, but what you learned from it? Well, my biggest failure in business was... Um, and, and I, and I say, you know, you think about it, taking a loss, I took an L, but I wouldn't say I took an L. I wouldn't say I took a loss. I would say, yes, I did definitely learn a lesson. So I didn't think it was important to have procedures such as, um, and it's, it's such a negative thing, but I, I had someone who was working for me and I didn't vet them very well. Items went missing. Um, things were just, it was just. It, it I had to, it was a lot going on. It was not a very good experience. So from what I learned when I brought these new key people in was that, you know, you run your background checks, you vet your people, you want to know, you want to make sure that they have uh, experience in whatever they're being hired for. You want to make sure that the training is um, enough training that they completely understand what they're supposed to be doing. So that's when I created this formal training that I have now. That's when I have the, in my space is, is a small, a small physical brick and mortar store, but that's when I have the, the cameras in place and the security system and just things that you wouldn't think from being a small business that you would really need yet until you get to be a big business. But th those things are important. And that's, that's what I learned. I learned to, to protect protect myself no matter how big you are yeah well well, uh, well said and, and a good listen for everybody you can't be too careful and right. um, okay we got one more last question and then uh, okay. uh the one thing that you wished you had known before you started your business aha this was okay so <laughs> the one thing <laughs> the one thing that i wish i would have known before i started my business is you need to have your, I needed to have my personal credit 
intact and in place prior to starting. It's just a better, at 18 years old, you don't think about credit. 19, 20, don't think about credit. But it's such an important aspect of life. Okay. It's and people, there's a, there's a rumor, they're not a rumor, but people say, oh, all you need is your EIN and your LLC to apply for a business loan so that you can scale. Well, it's possible if you have the revenue, but if you don't have the, I think some companies look for 200 K to $1 million in revenue for a no docs loan, something like that. But if you had your personal credit, um, in place, I think even as, as low as a six twenty, you can take that your personal credit and personally guarantee a business loan, especially if you have your processes in place. You know, and and that, that too, just making sure you have all your processes in place. What if? Think of everything. What if? And create a procedure or a policy for that. That way, you're prepared. You know, that is the one thing that I wish I would have knew because I would have had all of those things. In, in place. But the good thing is anybody that comes after me in my family or anybody who comes after me that, that, that are my friends, they'll all have me as a resource to say, Hey, did you do this? Did you do that? Make sure you put that in place. Make sure you put that, you know, these types of things. And that, that's just what I wish I knew before. Yeah. And don't feel, don't be so hard on yourself because I've been in practice 53 years and mm-hmm. I have to tell you <clears throat> Most of the people I ever did business with were great entrepreneurs, but they were the terrible business people. And they learned by their own failures, which is not the way to learn, but that happens. So you've learned. And um, <clears throat> well, we're out of ta- time, Nicole, but I want you to hold on. And I want to thank the audience for taking their time to listen. Nicole's got a great story. She's so passionate about what she does. Her business is rocking, and um, she's very creative. I, I love this kid. She's unbelievable. But listen, I want to thank you for listening to uh, Building Your Business Worth. And, Nicole, thank you for taking the time. And I will have all the contact information in your show notes. Uh, thanks for coming on today, Nicole. Thank you for having me. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner, or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request 
Scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes. <laughs>